Blog Talk Radio. Flo, are you there? Flo. Are you on the line? Yeah, I'm here. I keep saying your name, man. You're not saying nothing. How you doing? I, I was saying something, bro. I don't know why. I kept saying, I kept saying, what's up, bro? No problem, man. You know all that stuff behind us. Anyway, I'm Jonathan, man. Welcome to the Welcome to the Be Ready for the Moment podcast, man. We're happy to have you on the podcast tonight. Thanks for all the promotion you've been doing for your interview um, tonight, people. We have Flo, Eastside Flo, on the podcast tonight, coming all the way from Flo. You're from Indianapolis, correct? Yeah, bro. I'm from Indianapolis. I currently stay in a smaller town called Lafayette. But, yeah, I'm from Indiana, bro. No, I'm glad to be on the show, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, there's no small town if you're living. Everything's big now for sure, man. Listen, your music has been going great on the radio. Um, you know, we've been playing you during the primetime hour, and we're excited to have you on here. You know, just to brag a little bit about Flo, you know, Flo has really been on his grind really since, you could say, a little bit before 2012 um, with the different projects he's been dropping, um, 202 Cool um, cool Project, uh, and right now he's working on his uh, compilation and solo project with FTMG. Um, he really has, he really is the epitome of what hard work is about and how young artists should really pattern themselves after because he takes everything step by step. Um, your all your songs that we've been playing, especially the song Crazy, which we'll get into, Go Crazy, which we'll get into like in a minute, everything has a certain signature style, signature flow to it. Uh, talk a little bit about your early influences on music and, you know, what what were some of the things that influenced you to even want to do music? Um, My really early influences, man, my brother had me grow up on a lot of Tupac uh, you know what I'm saying, Too Short, Pimp C, Early, and then they really got me into rap. You know, they just called me in the room one day and, and asked me to spit, and I was able to do it, and from there I kind of ran with it. But that was really, like, my main influences growing up. Spice One, that's what they had mm-hmm. me on a lot of it. And as I grew, I grew into my own, you know, artists that I, I liked and I was influenced by. Absolutely. Well, you know, those are all great people to be influenced by. I mean, you can't go wrong with either one. Now, early on, those are some of your influences. At what moment did you feel like music was something? You know, some people get a co-sign from people in the neighborhood, their parents, or different people. Like, who really co-signed you early on to make you feel like, you know, I can really do this music thing? Like, you know, who made you feel like this is where I'm going to try to go Really, it was it was my family and my close friends. That's all I had the knack for it. And, um, you know what I'm saying, when I moved back from Indianapolis up to Lafayette, I started battling in the school and everything, mm-hmm. and people was hearing me every day. So we had about a crowd of, like, 80 people, 90 people around us shutting down mm-hmm. the school listening to us rap. 
And so from there, I started recording. We had a little studio in the school, and it was on a little Mac. We used GarageBand, and that's how we started making our first actual songs, and we just was giving them out around the school. People was telling us, hey, y'all could go somewhere with this. And then I kind of took my own lane with it. But that's when I really figured out I could do it was in high school and, and after I really figured, like, um, graduating, I was like, I'm going to take my step and do music. Now, it's funny because because you mentioned high school. High school is such a it's such a cool and crazy time, man. Definitely high school. Now, you formed a group called Random. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, Random started in high school, so it was me. Uh, I met my guy Dre Domo, my guy uh, Juwan, you know, OG, and we kind of formed a little group in the school. We started off mm-hmm. rapping. We had a singer, my dude Isaiah, and we just started off making songs together, just rapping, chilling. We did a couple shows in a local area, and that's where Random came from. It's a, it's an acronym. You know what I'm saying? It means some. Uh, it's real. You know what I'm saying? Real ass niggas doing our music. So that's what Random stood for, and we just felt like we was real. We was being us, and it was fun to make music. So that's where it all was born in, in high school when we met up together. And then, and that group actually led to your first project, which, which was dedication to perfection. Talk about that project. What was the recording process like, and what was so significant about that project? Uh, it, well, I'll, I'll start off with the significance. It was just it was our first actual project. You know, what I'm saying we got mm-hmm. out there. We we found a producer. Um, his name was mm-hmm. Jay Alexander. You know, what I'm saying he moved from Miami, and we met him through uh, Facebook, and pretty much he would bring his Mac over to my sister's apartment, and we would just record in there. We had the the mic hanging from the closet over the hoodie-type feel, but the music sounded great. It came out dope, and it was me and my dude, Dre. So after the time, at that time, my dude, Jawan, OG, he had moved back to Gary, you know what I'm saying? And he was just doing his own thing in the street. So we just kind of held the group down on the rapping side, and, and it was me and him, and we put it together, bro. Long sections. I'm talking about six hours in the studio, feeding ideas, and that's how the project came about. And and it turned out to be a really big step for us. Absolutely. Well, I know that that you and Dre have a certain level of chemistry. What is the chemistry like between you two? Uh, it's a it's a real dope chemistry because when we first met. You know, I was the freestyle. I was the one with the quick, witty bars, and he was more of a writer. And then we kind of flipped sides, and, and we just learned from each other. I learned from him on the hooks. He kind of learned from me on the verses, and the mm-hmm. chemistry was just there. We always uh, liked to push each other in the studio. If if we thought something was whack, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't nothing to be like, hey, bro, I think you should come at it this way. Or, and it was just out of the love that we really, you know what I'm saying, felt each other's music. You know, we knew we had talent, so we fed off each other's energy, and that's where the bond and the chemistry came from. Right. So it was kind of like a, I would say, kind of like a basketball team, kind of like Stephon Marbury and like Kevin Garnett. Y'all just had good chemistry for what y'all were doing. Right. Definitely. We was we was out there, you know, just just putting our heads to it, and, and we knew we could do it. We said we was gonna get it, and and it's happening now, you know. Absolutely. How would you describe your sound? Like, if people say, like, what type of music do you make? I it's 
it's so hard because I feel like I have so I have an influence from every side. But I would say my music is is just I think it's real I, I, motivational, but at the same time it's fun. You can vibe to it, you can have a good time, but at the same time you still get the serious sense of what I'm speaking. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I really got to give a big up, big up to guys like Drake and Future. They kind of influence my style. I like that. You know, you can give your raw emotion to it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, the people ain't never seen that. So I feel like I just give my emotion. I, I feel like it's just. You know, it turns up. I feel like it, it helped people. It's motivational at the same time. So I say motivational. I don't know. It's hard to explain it, man. No, no. I mean, like, motivation is motivation, definitely. I mean, that's part of the process of what it is. Um, when you're talking about your music, what is your approach to, you know, people You know, people always talk about ghostwriting and things of that nature. What is your writing process, like like where you derive your thoughts from. You know, some people pull from personal experiences. Let's talk about when you're writing an actual track. Like just take Go Crazy, for example. Tell me how did that process go for you? Um, Really, bro? I mean, to be honest, as I write, but uh, I freestyle a lot still, too. So Go go Crazy, bro, was all freestyle. My dude, DJ yeah, London, Big Shot. Yeah, Big Shot out to DJ London. He played the beat. Uh-huh. And and when I heard it, I, I kind of got this melody to go crazy, and I and I ran with it and put different lines. And when I got it together in my head, I went in there in the booth, I spit it, and I freestyled the verse right behind it, just off the energy of the hook. You know, it had my mind going. We had a little herbal essence in there, so it was just, you know, what I'm saying it was it was good. And then I just turned up on the freestyling, and that's how that song came about, just off. the for the moment, I like to do my songs like that sometimes. Right. So I know freestyle is really a gift of yours, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, when you listen to your music, it's, I mean, like, I mean, you can just tell from just from a, just from an instinct perspective, everything just happens for you. Um, why do you feel your music is so special? Um, I feel one because I have a different sound, and and I also feel like um, I you know what I'm saying I do it for the right reasons. I feel like that all makes it special, and then I feel like the way that I flow to certain things that I'm saying, if you really pay attention, I feel like it just all comes together, and I feel like it's something that the world has never heard before. So I feel like that's my goal to to give it to them and let them be the judges of it. But I definitely do think. It, it just all together, what I put into it makes it special, and that it's never, you know, been nobody that sounds like me. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, a lot of, you know, like a lot of MCs feel that way. They feel like, you know, it's they're they're one of one, you know, number four, none after. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So when you're talking about your music and your sound, your process. How how has people how have people rather like responded to your music? Like what's been the response of people in the streets at different venues you performed there? I mean, when people listen to your music, how have they been responding? Um, I, I get generally good responses. I mean, you know, even for the little, you know, smaller venues that I've done, you know, where it was just five, six people in the crowd. 
when I came on, you know, the cameras, you know, was out, everything, because I feel like when I, when I was performing or the certain energy I give off, you just have to pay attention to it. So it was always my goal to just go ahead and give it to them and, and just, you know, do my thing with it. So I feel like the, the response has generally been good. When I play my music for people who've never heard it or I get around people, they like, hey, yo, that's you? And it's like a dope feeling because when I hear people say that, then it's like, man, that means I sound, you know, ahead of my time or where people see me at. So I generally just, they, they like it. They they love it. I mean, I got some decent downloads and the people like it. So. Yeah. Well, when people hear your music, what do you want? How do you want them to feel after they hear your music? How do you want them to feel, person, after they hear your music? Um, I want them to feel good. I want them to feel like they can do anything that they put their mind to, that they can chase their dreams, that, you know, they got another day to live, so go ahead and grind and do what you got to do to make it to that next level. I just want people to take away from the music when you put your heart into something, you can go get it. Because a lot of my music is based off of my dream and the fact that I really never had anything. And so I, I just wanted to chase my dream. So I want people to feel confident when they hear it. You know, I right. know that they can do anything. Absolutely. Talk about struggles early on. What were some of your early early struggles that made this process tough for you? Like, like, what was some of the, you know, everybody has, could have been people not believing, it could have been no money, it could have been, you know, you didn't grow up with your parents. What were some of the early struggles for you? Definitely um, the money situation and early mm-hmm. on in my life and in certain parts of my life, my mama, you know, she she was addicted to certain things. And so it kind of sure. tore me apart from her and hurt me. And then, you know, just the fact of, of grinding daily, like, when I had my son, not having any other support and pretty much almost feeling like my baby mother was against me, it kind of all pushed me to to want to do this more because I felt like for all of them struggles, I deserve to make it somewhere and I deserve to bring my people along with me. But definitely the, the struggles with money, financial situations, just a, mm-hmm. a lot of different things. You know, things you go through definitely coming up where I, you know, where I came from, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of different things you experience. What has been your proudest moment thus far in this business? Like, what what moment has stood out to you the most? Is like, you know, I'm proud or, that, you know, like that was a big highlight, you know, for you. Know, for you. Uh, honestly, so far, I think my, my proudest moment with the music um, was definitely hearing myself on the radio because that's like things people dream of, you know, to, to hear your favorite sure. artist on the radio and then to turn oh, around and, and hear yourself. So it is like a, a great feeling because it's something new to me. So I, I'm just trying to propel from here and just take this feeling and keep accomplishing more. But that's definitely probably the biggest accomplishment I've seen myself, you know, achieve yet. As far as as far as as far as hearing your music on the radio, definitely. Okay, good, 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 good. good. Now I want to kind of move into uh, the process of this. When you talk about this music business, you know a lot of artists. You know, everybody wants to be a rap star. Everybody wants to be an R&B star. Everybody wants to be a superstar. What is? Give us some of the lessons 
you've learned along the way that have that are that most any artists they don't know that we didn't know. Like like what's been some of your biggest lessons that you've received um, in, in this game thus far? That you really have to be patient. You you can't rush success. You have to first of all, you have to time yourself. You know, you just have mm-hmm. to wait till it's the right time and know that you've got that sound. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. here are dropping music and don't really know their identity as an artist or what they want to be. You got to kind of have that stable ground and, and just be patient. Know that success will come. You're going to endure hard times. You're going to come to shows and one person is there or, you know, people going to talk through the music you playing. That's all a part of coming up. Nobody pays attention to you when you're down. So that's what Absolutely. I've learned the most, I think, is definitely the patience cycle. You just got to let God, you know, make it happen when it's supposed to. That's a very humble attitude to have in the process. That's a very humble attitude to have. Well, listen, let's get into your track real quick. This is uh, Go Crazy. We're going to play it and um, let the people hear it, man, live, all right? You want to introduce your song now? All right. Here we go. This is Eastside Flow. Featuring my man, City Pimp, go crazy. Turn up to this, play this in the clubs. Everybody turn up right now. Here we go, man. Hey, go crazy. Turn up. FTMG in this bitch, too. My, all my niggas in this, too. Who fucking with it? Hey. the max in this bitch, I swear to God. East. Hey. <laughs> look at my feet. Look at my look at my chick. Look at my crazy. The way that I whip. I'm hiding a bitch. I'm hiding a crazy. We fly the lip. We all up in here. We all go
zone. I take yeah. off, take off on these hoes. And I'm flexing on these bitches tonight. Even worry about nobody. Got that 40 on yeah. my hips. So don't yeah. even test it. Cause it can't get nasty. And I can't care less yeah. about your feelings. My mask yeah. went else. Yeah. And it gets like that yeah. with a fit that yeah. is drink. Yeah. Now that's that poor man yeah. drink. When you yeah. ain't got a lot of yeah. money. It makes yeah. you think like yeah. that. Can't give you the worst head day for making fuck all night. And best believe my lady be satisfied and put a right to sleep. Boy, like that means she's in heat. And I love the fact that she's loyal. She'll rap for me. My first lady. I salute you. My definition. Now I was born to rap for this shit. No lie. Just in me. My mama told me. My cousin told me. My auntie told me. Now you was the one that believed in me. So I'ma take it to another level. Believe me. No, I ain't gon' let you down. Look at my feet, look at my, look at my chick, look at my crazy. The way that I will, I'm hot in a bitch, I'm hot in a crazy. We flyin' the lip, we all up in hell, we all up in crazy. She out the street, she all over me, she all over crazy. Party pack back to front, she gon' back it up, go crazy. Off the mighty suit, got it geeked up, go crazy. I got it, I spend it, all my people win it, go crazy. Get both with my niggas, my team undefended. So, Eastside Flo, so, what's up, man? How you feel about that, man? I feel great, man. To just hear you saying that and me get to introduce that, man, that's a, that's a, that's a great feeling, man. I can't lie. I hope everybody loves us. up tomorrow and then I right there, man. Yeah, well, you know, the energy on that, well, the energy on that record is bananas, man. That's that's one thing I was telling your management about. That song right there is a standout song. And um, that's why I, I want, you know, well, you know, that's why we I want everybody to go to eaeradio.com forward slash F-L-O, flow, and, uh, and definitely stream that song and vote for it right there. Go crazy, the song we got up on your on your custom page on EAE Radio. Man. I appreciate you know, it. Well, you know, the whole station is behind you, man, for real. Like, it's, they're behind you, and they loving the music. You got a whole, you got a 23-minute block on EAE Radio, you know what I'm saying, on Power 1079, so that's bananas right there. Yeah, yeah. shout-out to EAU Radio, Power 1079. Y'all know I'm rocking with y'all, man. I, that's definitely love, man, all the way from Indiana. For y'all to be playing that like that, man, that, that's real That's real loyalty. I really, you know what I'm saying, I, I mess with y'all a long way, man. Yeah, man, every day, you know, we playing that joint every day from like 7.30 to 8, we playing. Well, you know, well, 7.30 to, to really, really like 8.55 because you got like 23 minutes on there. But, it, man, it's been getting great reception, man. I actually heard the whole thing last night. And, you know, played uh, today, like, play today like clockwork, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, it's, uh, I like the block, too. It's the perfect time, especially in, in y'all area. For y'all to be playing that, that's when everybody really got the radio on. So, it's yeah, a feeling, yeah. man. Yeah, around 4.30. Now, you know, we got EAU Radio behind you. Obviously, you know, we're playing some of your best music. Shout out to your management because that was a good decision that they went with to get a lot of your songs playing. Um, how important is social media? to indie artists right now, you think in your mind. Because, you know, social media runs everything. Everybody on a blog every day. How important is social media, you think? 
Uh, social media is really important because that's where you get the exposure at. The more people you get to pay attention on social media, the more you know your buzz is really growing because you're not just touching your area anymore, especially on sites like Twitter. You know, you're touching so many people from different places. You can really, that's how your buzz can grow so quick. So social media is definitely important, the Twitter, the Instagram, even Facebook. It's all important in your, in your hustle and your promotion. Exactly. Well, you know, social media really, I mean, A&R executives, everybody, you know, they dictate a lot of the buzz based on that, you know what I'm saying, based on, you know, people knowing, you know, how well people know you, how much people are, you know, are responding to you overall. So, you know, social media definitely, you know, plays a big role in that because everybody can come direct. You know, that's the cool thing about social media you can become a celebrity literally almost overnight if you do it right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's a, Definitely. That's a great thing about it. Now, when you talk about everything from, like, you know, the music and the passion, like, like, like what's your passion behind doing this? I mean, when you could be doing anything in the world, why music? Like, what? what tell me your passion. My biggest passion is my son, first and foremost, and, and my mama and my grandma and all my brothers and sisters, just my family in general. Um, I just want to be able to take them out of the situations that they've been stuck in, like the fact my pops never owned a house in 64, you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to get him that house, so get my mama that nice car, what she deserve, and be able to send my son through college. So those are my uh-huh. biggest passions is the people close to me, all my all my close people, man. I do this for them, for the state, because my, my state ain't got a big rap artist that's really taking them to the next level. So Indiana definitely a big passion, so I'm trying to put us on the map. Exactly. Well, you know, you got Mike Epps, you got... You know, you got the I mean, we, we got, you, know, you got and, you know, but, I mean, I feel like as far as cloud, we really haven't set our standard like how Houston has been able to or Atlanta or, you know, the state of California, for instance, New York. Y'all really gotten that big, you know, leeway into the game. I want to be able to put, made, you know, plenty of artists on in my state. Yeah, you pretty much want to pull J. Cole. Yeah, yeah, or Drake. How do you see how Drake got everybody from Toronto on? <laughs> Drake is special, Definitely. man. That's what it takes. That's what it takes to be special. You know what I'm saying? You know, Drake is people like Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, that's why they had that I mean, that's why they had that level. That's why Drake is at that level. Um, that's why people like Kendrick I mean, that's why people like Meek Mill can't really do anything with a guy like that. He's just certain people are just special. Just, I want to be in that category, especially, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about what you feel like with your music and, 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 with the, the, and with the natural just reaction from people. Like, going forward, like, when you look at your future, like, what do you see in your future when it comes to music, when it comes to just where you want to be? Some people to say, look, I'm doing this for an executive, you know, or I want to have a long rap career like Jay-Z. Like, I mean, besides taking care of your mom and stuff like that, but from the music perspective, what do you want from the music? 
Uh, I, I definitely want to be on, on the business side of things. I look up to moguls like Jay-Z because they took more avenues than just rap. So definitely I want to own some businesses, you know, um, own a lot of different things, do a lot of different things in the neighborhood, you know, um, just different things like that. I, I really feel like I have a good business since, too, and I'm learning. So I definitely want that to come from the music and, and platinum albums and just different achievements that come with being a great artist. You know, certain things like that I want my career to bring about and just for my name to overall be remembered as that dude gave 110% every time he was in the booth. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, you know, like you're doing it for the passion, man. You're doing it. You remind me almost of a throwback artist. You know, you I definitely feel like I'm. Definitely, man. You remind me of that throwback artist for sure on that right there. Now, when we're talking about, you know, uh, this music business and we're talking about um, the reason why you're doing it, let's go into let's go into a little bit about fears and about doubts. You know, everybody has them. Everybody has doubt casted over them. Everybody has fears. What's some of the things about this business or about the process that, you know, is one of your fears? Or do you have any fears at all? My biggest fear, uh, my biggest fear is just not doing what I feel like I should do. I don't want to wake up and be 60 and not have made it where I felt like I was supposed to make it. I That's probably my biggest fear. I don't. I don't want to fail. I guess I'm scared of failure. I mean, I don't want to, you know, fail. I want to be able to do everything that I know I was meant to do. It's just all about confidence and putting your mind to it. So I think that's probably my biggest fear, just just, just failure, man. I don't want to fail at all. <laughs> do you, you know how I put the sense that, like, he didn't have a plan B when he was doing the music. It just had to work. Are you the same way? Is it like, hey, music don't work, I'm going to go get a job at UPS? I mean, or is it just like a get rich or die trying type situation? I feel like if music was tonight, I mean, I feel like I could do some other things, but with that it makes it a lot harder because, you know, it costs money to go to these schools and go get the degree to be, you know, the doctor or the lawyer or the scientist or different mm-hmm. things and you know, it takes a while to work your way up through factories and all these little local jobs. So I feel like it would it would be a setback, but I feel like I could do it. But I just think music is my ticket. So I don't even want to think like that. I just try to stay positive and I focus on taking it day by day to get to where I want to be. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about when you're in that booth. When you're in that booth and the headsets are on, the headphones are on, and you're in that zone, like, what does that feel like to you, Flo, like when you're in that booth? Uh, you said, what does it feel like in the booth? Uh, it, the feeling is crazy because I feel like, you know. I mean, to you. When I'm, I'm talking about just to you. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like when I'm when I'm in there rapping, um, I, I feel like it's crazy because when I'm freestyling, even when I write, some of the things I say, I'd be like, man, is that me? But it's just like, yeah, that is me. That's that's the talent. It sometimes it's almost surreal when I'm in there. Some of the things I'm able to do, 
But, I mean, it's just grinding hard work. So when I'm in there, it's all fun, too, because I love to do it. So it's just when I'm spitting off them bars, it's kind of turning my energy level up to just give more. Exactly. And, you know, that's a very organic feeling that you're talking about when you just want to give more. Let's talk a little bit about what's next for Flow. Now, I know you're working on a on a compilation album. I know you got a uh, another. I know you're working on your solo project, and you got the the feature project with Flo and Dre. Um, what's coming first, the compilation or the solo project? What's coming first? Uh, I I feel like in the in the solo department, I'm taking strides. Uh, every day, I write something new towards my project, so I'm always just listening to new beats, writing new hooks, and I always go back and write more. I feel like I just work on my projects in stride. You know, I just always, every day I might do two or three hooks on different beats and keep them and write to them later. So every day I'm trying to build the archive up so I can narrow it down to see what I really want to throw on the project. So every day is just constant work towards everything. Let me paint a picture for you. Eastside Flores on a big concert in Indiana. I mean, obviously, you know, show is packed out, so on and so forth. What kind of show you put on for people when you perform? Like, walk me through it, like, when you're performing. Uh, I mean, I, I I feel like I, I, I turn it up to the max. I want people to, you know, feel that vibe. I want them to feel the energy, so I always try to give my all. Like, I want to, if, if I feel like I didn't leave the stage and I thought I was going to fall out, I feel like I didn't give it everything. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to just go out there and make people pay attention. And I feel like you, you do that through showing them that this is what you care about. So I, I, don't, I leave everything on that stage when I'm up there. Well, that's what it is. I mean, you know, you're going to leave it all on the field, man. And that's the one thing about you. I go back to the beginning. You're very organic. You're very passionate about everything that you're doing. When it comes to you know, your your success. How do you measure success? Is it the record sales? How many shows you book? Like, what's your definition of success for Eastside Flow? Because, you know, you know, you, you know, because we live in a very hyper-competitive world. So what is your definition and what is your view of success? Uh, my definition of success, I just feel like it really – being able to live comfortably and, and do the things that you want to do, whether it be things you want to do for your family or take a trip or anything. I feel like that's success. When you're able to say, I made it, I'm no longer struggling financially. You don't mm-hmm. struggle every day with different things. But when you can say, I don't got that issue no more, and, and I'm able to do for my family when I want to and provide the way I'm supposed to, I feel like that's when you can say you're really successful. Absolutely, and and that's a that's a great way to look at it, especially you know from the just from a humble side of things, you know, because even though money can't solve everything, money does prevent certain things from escalating. And the fact that you know, you know, like when you keep it in perspective, is a it's a good thing. Let's talk a little bit about your management team and and how how important they've been to you and just people in general who have really stepped in to help you. Um, let's talk about that. 
uh, you know, a lot of people are important to me. That like definitely my mama, she was always a big supporter of my music. Whether my friends come over and you know what I'm saying, we in the room three deep writing, listening to beats loud. She cooking for us, so I feel like things like that are, um, you know, like my dude Stat that own the label that I'm that I'm you know signed to the independent label. He believed in me, him just taking me under his wing and saying I'm gonna put this behind you. Cause I believe in you. That that gave me like a new a new look out on life mm-hmm. and a new perspective. So I mean, those are people that mean something to me. That always believed in me and always knew that I could do it. And 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 didn't ever ask for anything more than the love back. Not can you give me a car? I'm gonna do that for y'all because I love y'all. But they was just there for the ride exactly. and the loyalty aspect of it. And that's called keeping it one hundred, man. Definitely. Michelle, that's what's called keeping it 100 for sure, man. You know, they understood what you were trying to do, so they got behind it. And that's just right. some people really. People people only want to be behind things that are already standing. But when you build yeah. something, it's that much more. But, but like when you build something, it's that much more special. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, because people are quick to jump on the bandwagon. They, they want to know you when you... When you're almost there or you, you think they're making it to the top, but they didn't want to be around you when you was pulling the last 50 cents out of pocket, you know, so this is how I look at it. I want to talk a little bit about you and as far as you know, some of the goals you set for yourself. Talk about some of the goals you set for yourself. Um, I feel like I set, you know, I set goals in different ways. So, I mean, as far as music, I, I set goals. Like, my first goal for Why So Serious was just to get my first project out there, get a DJ on it that had a name right. and really get to pushing, and I accomplished that. So, I set goals like that. I mean, my next goal is, if they do something even bigger, I want this tape to do 300,000, views, you know, 700,000, 800,000 downloads, different things like that. I feel like I set my goals in that way. I want to see the buzz growing in each year. I just want to see the growth. I feel like you got to make it farther, and you got to be able to say, last year was I doing the same thing? Was, was life like this? So that's how I look at it. Every year Absolutely. I want to make more steps towards the goal of getting where I want to be. And that's what, and that's the type of attitude you should have so things will become so overwhelming and so you can really have a realistic approach, you know, regarding, hey, this is what I'm doing, so on and so forth. Um, When we're talking about being able to be special in this game, being able to be relevant, you know, the average rapper has about two years before, two or three years before they go do something else. How, why do you feel like you're staying power, like you're going to have staying power in this game? Uh, I definitely feel like I'm going to have a, a strong sense of, of just knowing where I am, you know, so I feel like I can stay in the game for a long time because I feel like I'm going to always give that dedication. I'm going to always grow. I feel like a lot of rappers don't get to stay in that spotlight because they don't continue to try to grow or they want to go trick off or, or spend nights out at parties. You just got to stay focused on the craft. As long as you build your craft every day, 
you can't go wrong. And then you just elevate each time. You got to give them more, and that's what they ask from you. So I feel like that's what's going to keep me in the game and give me longevity is just the fact I'm not going to be content with any levels. You know? Right. I mean, that's a good – I mean, that's a – I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying you, you can't be content. You just got to – you got to look at mm-hmm. everything. as like this ain't enough. So I got to do more so you can continue to stay where you are at. Because once you get comfortable, that next guy that's watching you that wants your spot, that time you slept, you take it. Exactly. What is your thoughts on – what are your thoughts on the rap game today? Uh, I mean, a lot of people knock it, but I feel like the rap game today is is great. I feel like it may not be as much conscious rap or people that's talking about, you know, things that are trying to make you aware, but I feel like the versatility in the game and the sound is so unique, and I feel like artists are more unique now to the to the certain things that they do, certain things that they say we've never heard of, a guy like Future or or even a guy like Yay, because he's still very irrelevant in today's rap. So I feel like Absolutely. people that are came in our generation have pushed the envelope to open up for the next set of artists that are set to come. Do you feel like you're a leader? you feel like you're a leader? I definitely feel like I'm a leader. I feel like I'm here at Honcho. I feel like I'm mentally, I don't want to take the back seat. I feel like I'm definitely a leader. Good, 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 good. A lot of people, you want to ask that question, they don't answer it as a leader, but you did, and I appreciate that. You answered that question like a boss. I appreciate that. When you talk about the attention you're getting on EAE Radio, the fact that you got a 23-minute block, when you look at, you know, yourself, your music, you know, just your story, you know, what's the most important thing? you out of everything like the music is just what's the most important thing to you uh i feel like the most important thing to me would be uh growth i just i feel like that's the most important thing to me just to grow as an artist is, um, I respect I never, that. each each project that i make you know it's not that i look back on it like oh that was trash but i look back on it as okay that was great then you got to take a step forward. So I feel like that's that's one of the most important things to me. And then just the, the craft, the love of it. I just love to, to make the music. So that's very important to me is just elevating the craft and, and giving to the culture and not taking away from it. All right, well, all right, we got about we got about 50 seconds left. Give out your Twitter handles and Instagram handles and Facebook handles so people can follow you. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Eastside underscore flow. Follow me on uh, Instagram, IG, FLO underscore FTMG. And you can add me on Facebook as well, Flow Dimension, you know what I'm saying? Add the artist page and like that, Flow Asidal, you know what I'm saying? Everything, you know what I'm saying? Follow me everywhere. We global. Shout out to FTMG Money Gang. Absolutely. Um, flow. I want to say from the bottom of my heart, real talk, you know, I love what you stand for, man. You're a credit to the indie race. You're going to keep grinding, keep shining. This has been Eastside Flow. 
on the Be Ready for the More podcast, Power by Power 107.9. Check him out from 730 to 8 o'clock on the Power107.com station. Thank you, folks, for being on the podcast, my man. Thank you all very much. Shout out to AU Radio Power 107.9. Shout out my bro, Steve Marco. Marco, we out here. All right, man. Good night, people. Good night, bro.